Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Beis Hashem, the fourth shear in the country's Kedushi Shisrael by Isaac Sher Zechet Sadik Lavracha. We're going to talk today about Ahava. We're up to page twelve in the middle of the page. That he talks about Ahava. Ahava. And many of us don't understand even what Ahava is, what Ahava Hashem is, what Vahavtorecha is, and what Ahava's Ishtai is, or love between a couple. And he brings down like this. He says, He saw Chachamim in their Sepharim that they write, on the love between a man and a wife, that it's a Hava that's which Periyavah says those things are not Miskayim. Why do they say that? Because there is Hana there. The bottom line is, is in a marriage, they have Hana from one each other, from each other. Not just talking about physical intimacy, but talking about all these other benefits. He works and provides for her. She cooks for him. There's a mutual receiving and giving one another. So l'chayra, you're going to say that these svarim are correct. It's a havat Marriage between a husband and wife is connected to a love that's connected to things because, as we know, there's chiyuvim that a husband needs to do for the wife and wife to the husband. It's connected to tangible criteria. So that makes it tali bedavar. And then we learn in Pirkei Avis that something that's tali bedavar is not niskayim. So he says, Avol ein deyazu amitis, this adeya is not true, veinene das taira. It is not das taira. To answer those questions of why it's not Tuli B'davar when it's clearly a lot of marriages dependent upon chiyuvim to one another in tangible ways. But nevertheless, it's clear from the Torah that the love between a husband and wife, the intrinsic connection to a, in a marriage that can make a marriage thrive, and that's there, is indeed a hava she'ena Tuli B'davar. Why? Shekachu Yitzirah Sa'adam, because the Torah is naked, that's the way the creation of the person is. Shalken Yazavish as Ovavisimai, Vidovak be Ishtai. Vidovak means there's a Devakis to one's wife, and Pirisha Ramban, the Ramban writes, Shekachusam Tivoy Betoldaisav. This is what was placed in his nature, Lis Hascharim, Devakim, and Sheseyan that the males connect with their wives, the Yazav share of the Imai Kreivaisam, the Yirish Ishte Kreivaloi Mehem, he leaves his father and mother and other relatives, and he starts seeing how his wife is closer to him than all of them. And from this, Valzeb Bo HaMitzvah Bekabalah, and from here comes the Mitzvah Bekabalah, meaning in Nevi'im, in Yeshaya, Obib Sarcha Loi that from your flesh you cannot hide. That they were matter chibuk v'nishuk samach levesta when she he's she's gonna he's gonna go out to travel. She desires a husband then, and because of, and that's why there's a mitzvah bas ishtoi because there's a gaguim there's a hava particularly to to basish to basachoyse rather to anis and so on. So you see from here, he says, that there's a natural teva of a hava between a husband and a wife. It's a mitzvah to strengthen that love and to open the heart properly till they become one flesh. It should not be hidden from them even uh, uh, for a slight moment. 
and from the point that he desires her, that he desires him, on the husband it's incumbent, the mitzvah, not to hide himself from her, and to honor her more than his own body, to fill up her desire as she needs it and desires it, more than his body, meaning whether he desires it right now or not, whether he's in the mood or not, if she wants it, he has to overcome that and be mechavet her more than his guf, more than his natural intendencies, and to give to his wife in this way. And that is very, very uh, key and very important. So on page 13, he brings down in the first paragraph, again goes through the importance of chibuk v'nishuk, um, of, of, the, of the what we call foreplay, of the hugging, the kissing, and so on and so forth. And then in the next paragraph in 13, say it more outside, he discusses connecting, we learned from Shechem and Dina, ironically, we had a shir on this early on, about we learn what real dibuk and cheshik is from Shechem and Dina, which is a very, very strange thing. And we talked about it, that in essence, part of it is, is that his kavana obviously was for the wrong reasons and in the wrong way, and we have to do it in the right way. But there's a concept of hafeitza and chasheika and dveikus and all of these things that is important that can be learned from it. And he says what's interesting is, is that the key of why he was a Russia and what he did wrong is because he reversed the order. He slept with her first, first forcibly, raped her, and then he connected with her and started talking to her and began to love her and so on and so forth. And of course, the right way to do it is the complete opposite of that Seder. The Ahava starts off by the talking through Chiba and the connecting that way first to be feel emotionally safe. And then later, at the end, comes the physical intimacy, not like immediately being forced upon Khalila like this Russia did. So that's also an important thing to know. And then we go to page 14. Page 14, he talks about the way you do the zivig. The, 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 you have to learn how to be calm about it. You have to learn how to wait to the point where the wife is has a calmness to it. From page 14, the second paragraph, which means basically what we talked about a lot is that you need to have an emotional engagement with one's wife, not just right before intimacy, but really through the day to talk in a way that's warm and loving, especially when you get home and to get to a point where the Isha's mind is settled and calm in your love, and you get into that mode, you go into with her with a way of love, and so on and so forth. And that is a very, very important insight also. The emotional is connected with the physical, and you have to start off with the, with the, with the, emotional, with the emotional before you get to the physical. Now at the end of page 14, he brings down Zayars that you should not do a zivig unless there is indeed this ahava between them. Now, to just to make it clear, this does not mean, like we talked about in the past, that you have to wait till both of you are in mamish in the mood uh, completely in order to do the zivig. 
because if you're going to wait till then, you're going to wait forever in many cases when there's stresses on both sides and life stresses. But what it does mean, though, is is that whether you're in the mood or not in the mood, you're up to it, you're not up to it, you, you have a stressful day or not stressful day, there is a way, though, still that you decide to do it anyway, but then you need to have sort of a connection at that point to a certain level to be able to have that chiba between the two of you. And if there is a if there's a complete high stress, then you, you need to wait until that stress level goes down somewhat. So he brings down desire. You could look at it and page fourteen at the end. He talks about how uh, you need to talk to her with warm words. Otherwise, you should not basically be with her unless you're sure she's emotionally uh, ready or at least willing to be together with you. And otherwise, it creates separation and division. So the, true, you cannot wait till you're mamish in the mood all the time, but you need to be a point where you're both in a mutual agreeing state and that there is, has to be with the zivig an emotional connection, words of love, words of appreciation. And that could be when you're both tired. That's also fine. When you're both tired, you may not be totally up to it, but you're committed to have a physical relationship. That's fine. You're not, it's not say so desire. But it means, though, that when you do it, you need to talk warmly and, 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 and softly and with consideration and with respect. Okay, and then I'm gonna let's sham the whole contrast is here. We're towards the end of the Shurim, although I gave you the whole contrast to look at and look through, but we're only selecting various parts of it. And then it's barely just a Pesach for you to look in and look deeper into it. We're gonna jump now to page number sixteen, going through the Shabbos, the Gemara Shabbos Kofmem of the advice that Rav Chizda gave to his daughters. The Rav Chizda gave a lot of advice to his daughters. And um, he said as follows. He instructed his daughters on how to conduct themselves during intimate relations with their husbands. And um, it's a Shabbos, Gemara Shabbos, Daf Kuf Mem And he said as follows. Nokat margonisa bechada yodei. When in the course of intercourse, the husband should hold the pearl in one hand. Pearl means the breast on one, in one hand. The kura and the kiln or the furnace in one hand, which means the intimate aver, you know, of the woman in one hand. But marganisa achvale, you however should offer him the pearl, offer him the breast. The kura loy achvalahu ademitstaran, but the furnace, the kiln, the furnace, meaning the Aisaimakaim, don't offer them until they are have a certain discomfort. The hader achvile, and only then you should offer the furnace, the isay malkaim, to them. And I'm just going to read the art scroll, word for word, what the art scroll says over here. First, he writes as follows. He says, of Chizda here teaches his daughters using a very delicate language, the ideal for them to play their part in intimate relations with their husbands. And referring to their female anatomy, he used the word pearl to refer to their breasts and the word kiln or furnace to refer to their private parts. And then another note he says as follows, Rav Chizda taught them that when a man engages in foreplay to arouse desire for intercourse, he holds his wife's breasts in one hand and extends his other hand towards her private parts. 
Rechizda advised his daughters, however, to initially offer only their pearl, the breasts, to their husbands to arouse their passion and to delay in offering their kiln the furnace. This temporary denial will lead to heightened desire and affection. And you call it in Rashi, he brings the Chedushi Aran, the Me'iri, the Chedushi Abelazar, Maisha Maharowitz, Marei Mesada, the Natsiv. And the Maral brings down, he brings a quote, the advice was intended to bring stronger ejaculation to, to produce more, uh, be more capable in producing children. He brings down the Rambam Hilchas Ishus, Lecha Mishnah, Maisa Rekeach, Berkes Yosef, Tevin Ezer, Chaf Ois Hei, and so on and so forth. So this is the Gemara itself. And Rav Isaac Sher talks a little bit about this in the uh, page 16. And Yarbet Avasa, he goes through Chiba and Tsar. He says Taiva is a is tafkas, a connection of soul and body. How you're making the mitzvah of a davak be'ishtai. A Chiba is a hava to fulfill her desire. And basically, what he does is is to be the taikif of her Taiva, so that she should be Mazria first, and then. At that point, the Yitzayar also is important. It doesn't mean that you, Cholila, cause purposeful Tsar. This doesn't mean torture, it doesn't mean self-denial. It means delaying the gratification somewhat as the desire increases. That's what it means. In other words, the reason is, and on the top of page 17, he says as follows, Olav Litzayar, he needs to create for himself a certain discomfort, Bashias Elu, with these delays of his only ex- holding her breast and not yet doing the act. Part of it is that you're doing the act not in a rush, in an animalistic way. You're holding back somewhat the taiva. And that actually increases the taiva, so when it's finally done, there's actually more pleasure, more love. But that delay is a key in how we are different than animals. Animals instinctually cannot do this. They have the desire, they have no way of holding back. They don't hold back purposefully, even for a minute. They do what they need to do, the instinct takes over. A human being is different where they have the ability to hold back and delay that instinct. And when you do that, first of all, that's Kedusha. And number two is that actually increases and heightens the desire and the pleasure that comes a minute or two later or whenever later. And um, that's what Rav taught his daughters to teach her their husbands this way, that um, if you uh, you offer them right away the intimacy, the actual intimate act, and he wants to do what she wants, and he thinks that that's what she wants, that really won't be Mekayim the Mitzah in the full, proper Kedusha and Aina. In the beginning, it's really more important to, quote-unquote, to cause this discomfort, to delay to increase the taiva that way, which basically does two things at once. It creates that space in time where you're actually, your mind is making a decision. You're acting like a bus of a dumb, meaning you're acting like a human being with an ashama by holding back for even temporarily for a minute or so, or even less so, with a clarity of mind, that's what you're doing, to hold back in order to be ma'ayr the taiva more when it happens a minute later. Also, you see here an Indian of Tznias where the Chazal termed different code words for these um, you know, bodily parts and so on. 
calling the breasts a marganisa pearl, calling the oisei makayim a, 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 a furnace or a kiln. And um, because they used to speak with these type of ramazim, the way they talked. They didn't use the actual words themselves, but they words used the fur, word furnace, the word pearl, words like that, bitsnias, and so on and so forth. So you see this also, he brings down to the Medrash when a woman had to tell her husband that um, he, she became a nida, she says, I see like a red rose. That's the lushan she used by saying she's a nida and he knew to separate from her. So you see the importance also of using refined language when it comes to intimate matters. And now I want to move to be Messiah this year with page number 23. And please look at the last paragraph. It's a tefillah that the Ramban was misakin to be mispal when they're intimate with one another. And I'm going to touch it word for word. And it's very important to, to from time to time, maybe Leil Tfila, maybe Shabbos, to, to daven for this. He says, Yiratzen Milfanecha, maybe the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shetatzel Gvura, that he should have flow to me a, a spirit of strength ally on me and to give me strength in my limbs and in my body to be mekayim the mitzis aina at all at any at all times meaning all times when it is appropriate to do so should not find in my aver or in my body, or in my desires, shum cholsha, any weakness, v'shum rifyoin, or any, you know, also weakness, v'loi oinis, v'loi hirer, v'loi bital machshava, v'loi tishus koichai, no weakening, k'day levatleini, that would cause me to be mavatal, malachashlam tavasi b'chalei she'erza, to be mavatal me from to fulfill that desire in, in, in any time that I need to. V'shitia tavasi muzumenesli, this desire, meaning the ability to have the sexual relations should be with me bechol eisha erza whenever I want it, whenever I need it. Mitzvah aina, belishom ashmata, or belishom rifin aver matav da'olam. So you mevdayik in this. By the way, it's a peladik tefilla because obviously we know that other than in the time of aina itself or close to that time, in the rest of the. So during those times and all other times, you're not supposed to be or this this taiva adaraba. It's supposed to be removed from you. It's not healthy to have this taiva in you while you're learning, while you're working, while you're davening, or any other time really, other than when it's necessary when you interact the husband and wife together. But nevertheless, he's saying that at the time when this is needed between a husband and wife, you're asking for siyata deshmaya to, to for kayach to be able to do this in the right way. And although there's no tefillah here written here for the for the husband, the wife could also have her personal tefillahs as well in this regard to enhance the intimacy in the in the right way in the healthy way. Anyway, I encourage you to read the kuntris further. This is the last year we're giving on this particular kuntris, but read please page twenty four. Continue on over there. He talks about how kedusha the Ramban makes it clear that this taiva he said this before that this taiva with the Misa it's not a dava it's a dava meaning it's a function it's a normal neutral function in which if you're makadish it it becomes kodesh 
And if you're metame it, it becomes tame. And, and therefore, a person needs to just have his kavana in the right way in these in, in Yonim. And then Mela, this neutral act, which is not a tumah, cholila to say it's tumah, it could become tame if it's misused. But you could use this act in a kedushatika way and it becomes kaddish vitar, even with the physical desire and the intimacy and all of that. There's no steerer to one another. And therefore, the Ramban, the Ravit, says that the Raiv Oilam is Nikshalim Bidavar. And they think that Kedusha is Tum and Tum is Kedusha. They mix it up. They don't realize that there is a purpose for this desire to be used the right way. And therefore, it's important to teach the young people and the older people, everybody, that the unification of a husband and wife is Etzim Kedusha coming from true, strong, clear love that unites body and soul. And that's the way there is a shlemus. And like we said before, the yud in the ish and the hey in the isha where the shchin is there activates that the ish and the ish, the fire and fire in both of them, not only will not destroy the house, but will build a house. We'll build a house, we'll build a connection with the with both of them, side with the mitzvah spruavu, side with the mitzvah of aina. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu help that every couple should be zeichet to this, shafsiat to to reframe their minds and realize that the more that they remove those inyanim of the sexual inyanim, remove it from the other areas of life, not on the streets, not at work, not anywhere else, and only on the relationship between the husband and the wife, the way Hashem wants it, if one does that, and directs this like a laser beam only in that area in life, in married life, in exclusion to all other areas, and you're careful with that, and there's a Kedusha with there, and the gather over there and beautiful, then indeed, then indeed, it becomes a, the most beautiful thing in the world, a healing thing. It causes healing to a person. It really, we said there's studies on this, that it could heal emotional wounds, spiritual wounds, even physically being healthier by having a normal, healthy, intimate, physical, sexual relationship between a husband and wife. It cannot be underestimated the importance of it. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu be mezaka all of us to know to use it the right way and 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 when used the right way it should bring and more shalom into the homes of Kal Yisrael. And of course, we said very, very often that we have to be madgish both sides, outside the bedroom, inside the bedroom, and you can cannot separate one from the other. The anhaga outside the bedroom with all the other interactions have to be done in the oifen hayoyse of love and respect to one another. And say in the nida period, say in the pure period, uh, uh, doesn't make a difference. But nevertheless, what is true is that what goes on in the bedroom when that is done the right way, with a desire, with a respect, with a special love, that does heal, and that spreads. The, 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 the healing aspects in the bedroom does create an overflow that there'll be healing aspects outside of the bedroom at all. That even when they're discussing money matters, matters about kids, other things that come up, it'll be more with a chiba and a hava and a achva. It'll be more with a love and a consideration and a respect. If the bedroom life is mesudr,
it will flow through that the other areas of life will be easier to interact and to grow and to develop and large problems become a lot smaller problems when things are misunder in the bedroom and the reverse is also true. When things are misunder more outside the bedroom, it's more likely that it could be more misunder inside the bedroom. It goes hand in hand. Hatzlach and bracha to everyone.